Welcome to the Space Witch Podcast. This is the place where the tangible and practical meets the magical and mystical. If you're ready to clear out the crap, heal old wounds and patterns, and cultivate more awareness of who you are so that you can live a life that's filled with pure joy, peace, and happiness, then this is the podcast for you. My name is Whitney Levesque, and I'm the host of this show. I have many different titles, but to keep it simple, I'm an astrologer and Akashic Records reader and spiritual life coach. My goal is to help people shift their consciousness in order to gain new insights and create the life that they truly desire. Thank you so much for being here. Let's dive into this week's episode. What's up, witches? Welcome back to another episode of the Space Witch Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Whitney Levesque, back again with another episode for you guys. And as always, I'm so grateful that you're here to join me this week and every week. This week on the podcast, I really wanted to talk about balance and the pendulum and how we can sort of work with those things and use them to manifest all the things that we want in our life. As some of you know, I really like to talk about things that I'm sort of going through in my own life because I always feel that if I feel called to talk about it on here, then someone out there who's listening probably needs to hear this too. And the reason I would I wanted to talk about balance is because for me recently in my life over the last like year or two, the two things that have been really big for me are, you know, money and finances and really working on my relationship with food. As some of you know, I basically grew up being a really overweight kid. I lost a lot of weight back in 2016, 2017 when I went vegan and then since then, I've definitely gained a little bit of weight back. And so I've just always been on this sort of weird roller coaster ride of a journey in terms of my weight and my body and my relationship with food. The money thing has been less of an issue for me. That was something that once I decided to really just get on board with, it was like I was able to really manifest that financial stability that I've been looking for. And lately, what I've been finding is that my guides or the universe or whatever something in me keeps bringing up this correlation between money and food. And I keep getting this message over and over again, which is, what if I treated food the way I treated my finances? And that sounds like such a weird, maybe not weird, but you guys are probably wondering, like, what the heck does she mean by this? Like, what do food and money have in common? And The more I think about it, the more I'm like, it actually has a lot in common. You know, whenever we decide to get our finances in order and we decide to start like budgeting and, you know, cutting back on our expenses, it really is a lot like going on a diet. The same way where like if you go on a diet, you cut back on, you know, you might eat less calories and work out more. Just like with money, it's like, you know, you might spend less money and then pick up more hours at work to to get more money. And so really, I think the big commonality between these two things is that it's both like just an energy exchange. With money, there's an energy exchange. Anytime we're exchanging money, it's you're giving money in return for someone else's time, energy, and labor. Same thing, like if we want to earn money, we have to put out more than where we're given. We have to actually do something to earn that money. Obviously, there's times where you know, people will just give us money, but that's pretty rare, I would say, that we, unless it's like a, you know, a holiday or a birthday or some other special occasion or, you know, just a random act of kindness. But it's the same thing with with food and weight loss as well. And like just taking care of your body, that idea of 
you have to burn more calories or more energy than what you're consuming, right? Like, so if you need to lose weight, you have to work out more and eat less. I mean, not always, but that's just the the typical the general rule of thumb that people always say in terms of that stuff. So it's really just this energy exchange in both ways. And I really just wanted to talk a little bit about the balance of that. And I wanted to talk about something that I do in my everyday life that has really helped me sort of find more balance with these things, finding that balance between give and take. Because let's be honest, it doesn't feel good when we are, you know, for example, with money, when we're not buying things that we really love and enjoy. Like, let's say you love getting your Starbucks latte every day and you decide that you want to cut back on spending. So you decide you're not going to get that anymore and you're going to make all your food at home and just going to pinch every penny and get rid of Netflix and any other services that you like and really cut back. And When we do that, that puts us in this energy of lack and that doesn't feel good and it's not the energy you want to be in when it comes to manifesting because you're affirming to yourself that there's not enough and when you focus on the idea of that there's not enough, you're going to manifest more of it because it's what you're focusing on and that just doesn't feel good. It really doesn't. It doesn't feel good to not have basic things that you enjoy like a Starbucks latte or Netflix or the nice phone that you know is going to last you a long time and it's going to make you happy. That shit just, it, it doesn't feel good, right? And it's the same thing with dieting or trying to lose weight. It doesn't feel good when we're only eating salads and not eating any bread and counting every calorie and having to spend three hours in the gym every day and just running and running and running on the treadmill and lifting weights and doing yoga and doing all this stuff that just feels bad. It's And it's the same thing with weight loss, right? Like when we are pushing ourselves to do these things that feel bad, like just, you know, eating plain lettuce with a little bit of salad dressing or killing ourselves at the gym it's like that feels bad and that's a again it's a similar thing to the what I was saying about with money it's a lack mentality because it's telling you that like you can't have all the foods that you want and you have to do these exercises that make you feel like crap to do and I mean who knows maybe you feel good about it after but you know sometimes with really rough exercises it just energetically doesn't feel good. I know for me like I hate working out at home. I hate (laughs) doing like little exercises like on YouTube like I've done it because like I just I wanted to do something especially during quarantine when everything was on lockdown but for me though it really doesn't feel good because I don't feel like I can just kind of chill and do my own thing like what what feels good to me is like I actually I know some people hate the treadmill. But for me personally, I love running on the treadmill. I love running on a treadmill, putting on a podcast, listening to music, and just, you know, being able to kind of sit with my thoughts and turn it into this little meditation. That's what feels good to me, right? And so basically what I'm getting at here is when we do this, when we go into these states of lack, I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but there's this idea of the pendulum, right? And when we push the pendulum too far in one direction, then it automatically goes back in the other direction. And it's, again, it's that same energy with, you know, cutting back on our finances and cutting back on food and cutting back on all this stuff. Because what happens a lot of the time is we'll spend a lot of time saving all this money and cutting back on all these things. And then eventually we feel deprived. And then what happens? We end up and we go back to our old habits where we're buying the lattes every day or we order takeout or we make a really big purchase because we feel like we deserve it because we've done all this stuff and, you know, and on some level, I'm sure you do deserve it. And it's the same thing with food. Like when we spend all this time restricting 
and not allowing ourselves to eat the foods that we enjoy in moderation, we end up eating way more than we need to because we think, oh, I'm not allowed to have this and this is the last time I'm going to eat it because on Monday my diet's going to start again and I'm just, I'm not allowed to have it. So I need to eat as much of it as I can right now or else I'm just never going to have it again. And that doesn't feel good. That's how you get into that, not to trigger anyone who's listening, if you guys have, if anyone's listening with like an eating disorder, and if you do, you might want to skip a couple seconds ahead, but that's how you get into that binging and restricting cycle of feast and famine. And that just, that doesn't feel good. It's not sustainable because what happens is you just end up in this cycle of pushing things one way and then pushing them the other way, and it starts to drive you insane. And I want to do an episode at some point more talking about like food and all that and like spirituality and just the things that I've learned recently with that. But today I really just want to focus on this idea of balance, like I said. Today what I want to share with you guys is the easiest and simplest way that I have found to invite more balance into my life. And this was like a lesson for me that was like a long time coming because I'm very like all in when I'm into something. Like if I'm going to go to the gym, I'm going to go five days a week for an hour or whatever. Like I don't like to just loosely or casually do things. And it was actually my boyfriend who kind of got me to realize, like, you know, I really need to be better about finding that homeostasis, that balance in my life, um, because balance is the thing that's going to be more sustainable and it's going to get you to do things in a easier fashion in the long run. And it's just going to it's just going to be, again, more sustainable. I keep saying that, but that's like the word that keeps coming to me is more sustainable And when you're doing things a little bit at a time incrementally while maintaining balance in your life, you're just going to have this longevity and you're going to be able to manifest more of the things you want because you're not going to keep pushing the pendulum back and forth and driving yourself crazy. The easiest, the simplest way that I have learned to really implement this and invite it into my life is to really get clear on what things you really, really love, like the things that light you up. tune into your body, especially if in human design, like you're a generator or a manifesting generator or you have a sacral authority like me, tune into your body and notice how you feel when you find those things that are like a yes. Like, do you feel like this expansive light airiness or do you feel your body kind of like constrict and tighten up? This is a really great indicator um, just tuning into your body for making decisions because that's how you're going to know what things really bring you joy and what feels really good in the moment and what doesn't. And the reason I, f- I focus specifically on that is because I'm a manifesting generator with the sacral authority. So this is like something I'm just very familiar with. If you have a different authority, you might have a different process. But but even if you don't, you might still get those bodily like cues where you're like, oh, this feels good and this doesn't feel good. So just really pay attention to that because your body's actually very intuitive and it knows when when things feel good and when they don't. So what I encourage you to do is figure out like what things are an instant yes for you, things that make you feel good, things that make you feel expansive and happy and just bring joy. Get really clear on those things and you can make a list of them and write them down if that helps you to make it feel like it's more tangible and practical. The other thing you can do is focus on those things. Focus on the things that you really, really love. If you love getting your Starbucks latte every day, allow yourself to get that latte if that's what brings you joy and makes you happy and adds a little pep into your morning and just, you know, good energy throughout the day. That's okay because if you're trying to save money, there's other places in your life where I'm sure you can find ways to cut back on expenses. So, for example, if 
you're trying to save some money and you need to cut back, let yourself get the lattes, right? Because you love those. But maybe um, you're fine with cooking meals and not eating out as much during the week because maybe that's really kind of putting a dig into your finances, um, you know, or maybe cut back on how much you get takeout during the week. So maybe you plan a couple meals that you're going to make during the week and then you allow yourself like, you know, one or two nights where you can actually go get takeout and you can plan that around your own schedule. So if you have like one really busy day during the week where you know like you're just not going to feel like cooking for whatever reason, then you can decide like, okay, well, this is the day we're definitely going to get takeout. Make it make it easy on yourself and make it still feel good. Maybe you have a bunch of subscriptions that you forgot about and you don't even use and you can cut those out, right? Or maybe you're fine with buying the store brand toothpaste or soda or whatever it is that you buy. And you're fine getting the store brands of that, but for certain things, you love the real brand. That's what feels good to you. There's so many different ways you can you can do it. So I really encourage you to like focus on like spending money on the things that you love and cutting back on the things that you don't love. And this is something I actually originally learned from Ramit Sethi, who wrote the book, I Will Teach You To Be Rich. And oh my God, you guys, there is a little chickadee that just sat on my windowsill. And this is so crazy. I have to like pause for a minute. Oh my god, you guys. I'm so sorry to like interrupt the podcast like that. I was literally just sitting here recording and this chickadee just literally came and sat on my windowsill for a good like, I don't know, three or four minutes maybe, maybe five minutes. I had to like pause my recording and just sit still and look at it. I wish I could have gotten a picture, but my phone was not anywhere nearby, of course, and I didn't want to get up and scare it away. So I just sat here and and looked at him and he was so cute and I've never had a chickadee come that close to me before. I don't know if that was like a sign from the universe or just a coincidence. That was so cool, you guys. Oh my gosh. Anyways, that bird was so cute. Okay, I'm done. Where was I? Yeah, so Ramit Sethi, he wrote the book, I Will Teach You To Be Rich. If you've listened to some of my other podcast episodes, especially my 2019 reading list, some of you may know how much I love the book, I Will Teach You To Be Rich by Ramit Sethi. And he really talks about focusing, instead of focusing on, and this book isn't spiritual at all. It's just very practical. And it's like one of the best financial books that I personally have ever read because it just talks about all this stuff that like nobody teaches you. My experience, like nobody taught me any of this stuff in school. My parents didn't teach me this. Like nobody told me about any of this stuff. But There's a part in the book where he talks about focusing on can save money, but then also like focus on like what money can you spend and what do you where do you want to spend your money truly? And he gives an example of someone who loves to travel. So because they love to travel, they put all their money towards planning really cool trips and vacations. And then they spend less money on like their house and like their decor in their home because they don't really spend a lot of time at home anyways. And it's just not really important to them. And I've been able to implement this in my own life and I love it because I at one point started manifesting being able to get Starbucks whenever I want or lattes whenever I want because I I used to be a barista and I love getting coffee and all that stuff. And I wanted to be in that feeling of abundance where I could go buy coffee whenever I wanted and it doesn't feel like an issue. And so now I can buy coffee whenever I want and it's it doesn't feel like big deal spending $5 on a latte and it brings me a lot of joy. So I 
I'm able to keep doing that while still having money saved and just being in a place that's really abundant and stable. Recently, what I kind of got was what if I applied the same thing to food? I had a little epiphany a few weeks ago. Me and my boyfriend, we went hiking over out in Belgrade. There's like a bunch of trails we went to. Afterwards, we went to this little bakery and we got some treats. I got this really yummy pecan bar that they had. And I forget what Blake got. I think he got like a cinnamon roll. It was really good. And I remember like sitting in the car and I'm like eating this pecan bar and it's like freaking delicious. And I remember like feeling kind of guilty. And I noticed that in the moment was like, that's interesting. Like, why am I feeling guilty for eating a, a pecan bar? And I realized that for me personally, the guilt was coming from the fact that I knew that during the week, I was not nourishing my body. I was not feeding my body good foods. I was not eating a lot of like vegetables and fresh produce and just stuff that on a vegan diet you should be eating. And I realized that if I can get myself to eat real food that's like nourishing and healthy 80 to 90% of the week, then I really don't have to feel bad about the one time on the weekend when Blake and I want to go out and get ice cream or treats from a from a bakery or go out to lunch or dinner or whatever. And so in that moment, I just decided that I was going to get proactive and I was going to plan out all our dinners for the week. I was going to go find recipes of like just easy, simple things that I could make because again, we don't want to make this hard. We want to make it easy. It doesn't have to be complicated. And I really do enjoy cooking. So I I really don't mind. So I made a list of all the things we were going to make that week. And then I made a list of all the groceries we were going to need. And then we went to the store and then I bought everything. And this is great too, by the way, if you're someone who like has a habit of buying produce and then it goes bad in your fridge, actively plan meals that you know you're going to like, like like things with foods that you know you're going to like. If it's weird diet food that you don't think you're going to eat, don't don't waste your time or bother or anything that you think is going to be too hard for you to cook. Make it stupid easy on yourself and just find recipes that are look good and sound good to you that aren't complicated to make. And trust me, you can find like simple recipes and then just make a list of all the ingredients. And then by the end of the week, you'll notice that all your produce has been used up because you actively planned to use them. And then you don't have to feel bad about like wasting food or anything. So that's what I've been doing. And I just find that when I'm eating real foods like sweet potatoes, black beans, uh, spinach, kale, all that stuff, and just finding that balance. And it, I've been making really delicious food, by the way. Like I, the recipes I've been finding are like really good. They use a lot of fresh herbs and stuff. And it's just like amazing. And so I find that when I do that, then on the weekends, if we want to get takeout or if we want to, you know, go treat ourselves, like I don't feel nearly as bad because I know during the week I'm eating real food and not like processed vegan food, which again, there's nothing wrong with eating processed vegan food. I just know for me personally, I was just going through a phase where I really just was eating the same things all the time and eating like things that just were objectively like in my opinion, like not healthy for me to be eating. Like I went through a phase where I was literally being so lazy that I was eating like, I was eating like fucking peanut butter and oatmeal for like two out of my three meals every day. Like that's how bad it was. And I just know from a nutritional standpoint that that is not, it's not good to be eating the same things all the time and you need to kind of mix it up a bit. And so that's kind of where I've started to find my balance. And I also find that this helps like if you struggle with binge eating, stuff like that, because you're allowing yourself to have a little bit of whatever the food is that you're craving and eating enough to you're like genuinely satisfied you're not feeling deprived either and then during the week it's just so much easier to kind of stick with your 
stick with your goals and to just find that balance of like eating foods that are good for you, but then still allowing yourself to eat things like bread and even a little bit of sugar here and there, whatever it is. And also like there's a lot of fun recipes you can find too. Like I made this really yummy cherry Garcia smoothie that had cauliflower in it. And I don't even like cauliflower at all, but in this smoothie, you can't even taste it. And obviously, like, if if you're looking to have Cherry Garcia ice cream, like, go get the Cherry Garcia ice cream. This isn't to replace that. But it was just a really yummy smoothie that I started making throughout the week that was just had a lot of nutrition and was satisfying to me because obviously I'm not going to eat Cherry Garcia ice cream for breakfast every day because that's just not something that I would do. Maybe some people listening would do that and that's totally fine too. But for me, like, just having this fun smoothie... was like a real treat for me. And just for the record, I feel like I'm talking a lot about my personal experiences. I just want people to know I'm not, I don't want to shame anyone's like one type of way of eating or my goal for this podcast isn't to shame anyone or tell you how to eat or how not to eat or anything like that. I'm just, I'm talking a lot about my own experiences and I apologize. Hopefully this isn't like triggering for anyone. I'm not trying to shame any one type of way of eating everything. Whatever people want to do is fine. I just want to make that very clear. I'm just sort of talking about how what works for me, things that might help you guys, and just different ways that you can find balance within your own life, whether that's with money or food or something else in your life. But the bottom line here is what I'm getting at is just that it's really important to just focus on the things that lift you up and bring you joy because what we focus on, we get more of. And that's just a a basic thing that's commonly talked about in manifestation and focus on those good things and kind of don't give as much energy and attention to the things that you do enjoy. That's really kind of the sweet spot and where you're going to find that balance and how you're going to get that longevity and sustainability and how you're just going to make everything just work out much, much better for you in the long run. So that is all I have for you guys this week. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope it was helpful to you. I love you guys so much and I will catch you here next time on the Space Witch Podcast. If you loved this episode of the Space Witch Podcast, please be sure to leave me a rating and a review on iTunes. It means the absolute world to me. Plus, it helps more people to be able to find the show. If you'd like to add a little more magic to your social media feed, be sure to go follow me over on Instagram at the Whitney Catherine. There you can find all kinds of tips and tricks on anything ranging from self-love to manifestation to astrology. Any of the stuff that I talk about on this podcast, there's just a whole lot more of it on my Instagram. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I love you guys. Don't forget you are so much more than your sun sign and I will catch you here next time on the Space Witch Podcast.